it's been tremendously helpful to have a place like Ideaspace. Dr. David Sinclair. When you leave a larger company, employment in a larger company, you give up a circle of colleagues and contacts and friends, and you end up feeling really isolated. What Ideaspace can help with is to provide you with a support network and somewhere nice to come for, for, <laughs> for work. It's, it's not a chore to come here. We're back with Head of Ideaspace, Ben Hartley. This week, Ben and I have headed over to Ideaspace West at the Physical Sciences Campus. Ben picks up the tail. Mike, this is uh, Ideaspace West. As you can see, it's a slightly different uh, feel to it. We drove yeah. together through the West kind of campus, or West Cambridge, past some lovely shiny new buildings that have been yes, very built. nice. Um, and, uh, but anyway, up here in West, as you can see, we've got um, a series of sort of um, smaller offices that um, house six or so um, desks in each, and we've got the desks and the computer screens and whatever that else are provided. And then you can see here, again, we've got a number of meeting rooms that um, Mike and I are just walking through at the moment, which we'll plonk ourselves in. <laughs> yes. And these are, again, great for um, uh, conference calls, uh, meetings with, you know, might, you might have your lawyer or accountant come to visit you yep. or potential customers and, and again investors, you know, you want to present to them what your business Indeed. is all about, etc. Um, and then we've got some more uh, open plan, a bit like City that we've been in, so there's a yeah. whole bunch of uh, desks here that are kind of open plan. Um, you can see a few people, it's slightly quiet today, some days are quieter than others. Um, and we're currently with Mike just walking past the board of members, so we've got a photo I love these board. boards, yeah. Yeah, so with the, uh, the West members, the city members, and the South members, which is growing, because the South office, I'm not sure if I mentioned, um, post-COVID we opened the, the sort of West first and city and then South, so South is, uh, the biomedical campus is kind of growing, but it's great to see, again, the range, all the, all the faces, and because it's quite useful, isn't it? When you work in a community, you, you, you might, be working alongside someone and just come up and see what it is they're doing. Yeah, and you can, you know, no, no, this wall of, of, of faces and company ide uh, company logos and the jobs they do there. These are the people who make up our community. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. So, you know, get, get to know each other. So that's, yeah, that's, that's and, really lovely. Even though we've come, we've driven across to the the west office. Um, we're now looking at the city members, and we can see some of the members that you you saw in the in the mm. city office. So. Tiller and Moti and, and, um, and Anthony and others yeah. who we just spoke to. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's trying to connect the offices that kind of reach out across Cambridge as the city, I guess. Yeah, and, 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 and we're passing some sort of board full of... Uh, yeah, exactly, uh, the news, member news. Member news, that's it. I was kind of struggling yeah. with the word newspaper for some reason. Yeah. Clipping. I, you know, I used to run a clipping service, so I should know what one is. But yeah, there's all these sort of stories of success from across the across the idea space community and that's, yeah. that's, that's really lovely. That's right, so I mean just looking at some of them we've um, uh, Matthew Cleveley has been a long time member and he's the CEO and founder of um, 10 to 8 which is this online um, scheduling um, software, appointments oh, right. and scheduling software. It's used by thousands of people, millions of people all around the world um, and they just won at the Queen's Award um, for, for Enterprise and so they got an award there which is great so that news is oh, up wow. there. 52 North um, Health um, they've got a Nutritrep device, uh, Nutripenosepsis uh, is a problem for um, patients who are going through chemotherapy and they're developing a medtech device that's used, they can test at home 
um, for this um, illness that would normally require them to go into hospital for the testing. So uh, they've just uh, raised uh, 1.4 million um, dollars. And uh, so, yeah, so their news is up no, there. I love this. This is, this, is, this, is, this is a great idea. This is very much, you were talking, saying about you know, the, the bell ringing at, um, at City. My eyes have been drawn to the word roll of honour. And it really is like that. It is a yeah. role of honour and, and sort of celebrating uh, the, the success as a community, which right. is great. And we're all, you know, in the community, we obviously, uh, as idea space um, staff, are incredibly proud. But it's, you know, it's likewise the other members. There's a sense of pride for them being associated with it. And yeah, absolutely. Earlier on, we were talking about um, having very early stage founders that might not know what their business model is quite. For them to be rubbing shoulders with someone who they can see has been through the same journey mm -hmm. as them and has popped out the other end with um, you know, funding um, uh, or an, an acquisition like Moti is great for them. You know, that's, that's, yeah. that's fine. Well, I, I speak as someone who has no, no, no clue what his business model is. Yeah. That, that, that is, that is very, very, uh, very important. Yeah, we're also just on the, on the board here, on the what's on, so this is the kind of events. So we have the members news, we just strolled past on the corridor and now we're walking up past the what's on board. Um, and you can see there's another event here that we've got which is a, an idea space show and tell. Yeah. Which is great because it's a, an opportunity for, again, the community, for members of idea space to show their, their products, services, whatever it might be, off to the other members. So we've got three. Um, we've got uh, Bleak and Brainpatch AI and, um, and Pathos Labs. Uh, so three um, companies in yeah. idea space who are going to show off their wares to other members. So that's kind of cool. Fantastic. Um, and then we're walking through. Like City, um, Idea Space West has got a social space. Um, oh, oh what, that yeah. is glorious. So what the view <laughs> is green as far as the eye can see. So we've got a gorgeous view. So we've just sort of stepped out towards the uh, balcony and Mike's just taken in the, the vista um, across um, out to the west of um, Cambridge, which is just glorious countryside. It really is. <laughs> what a lovely view. It, it is a terrific view. Um, and, and looking out over that, we've got a, a number of um, sort of co-working um, desks that people can uh, plonk themselves on. And so it's not just the um, sort of open plan office space. You can actually work, you know, like hot desking in here as well. And again, the kitchen area and the sofa space for, for people to um, kind of congregate yeah. around on, on those events. So. And the, so, yeah. the trademark uh, tin of biscuits or cake. Or, the biscuit tin, yes. yeah, it's just unbelievable the number of biscuits that we go through. <laughs> so. And there's, there's, a, there's a bookshelf here groaning with the, with the technical, technical, technical books. Technical books, but of course now, you know, this is a slight throwback that, um, you know, a lot of the, um, all, all the stuff's accessible now, isn't it, online, so <laughs> the oh, yeah. bookshelf. Yeah. I occasionally um, delve into And that. a bell. And a bell, the of bell. course. The, the, um, I'm going to... If I, keep, I keep reaching my phone to take pictures of things, and I come out with my business card case. Yeah, well, you um, can, you're, you're very I, welcome. To I do, I do love. You know, this is my my, my in-laws have one very similar to call one everyone for dinner, right. which is particularly <laughs> useful with the grandchildren. Yeah, I know. Briefly, we talked before about the um, university aspect. Yeah. The university aspect. Yeah, um, and just as we plonk ourselves back into a, a meeting room, I can just explain a little bit about the link with the university. Sure, sure. Um, so I actually started out as a, as a project really um, to help establish a, an entrepreneurship centre um, in Cambridge and along with uh, a donation from um, Herman Hauser, the, the Hauser Forum was, was built and the entrepreneurship centre um, was also built here and that's where Ideaspace is. Below us is um, Cambridge Enterprise, which is the um, technology transfer 
um, organization really for, for the university. So that's a very specific university organization. In fact, I'll just touch on that. They, they manage the IP and the licensing uh, of that IP from, that, that's come out of the university, essentially. So they are very much for university um, spin-outs. Um, there, there's an element of, um, of investment as well in that. Um, so they're, they're multi-faceted and multi-functioning Cambridge Enterprise um, for, for, for university-specific spin-outs. But Idea Space, even though it was a project born out of something within the university, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're independent in the sense that our, our scope is completely wide, as you've yeah, met a number of people seen, who, yeah. Yeah, who aren't uh, university graduates. Some often have a connection with the university, so it might be that um, they would like to access some of the research that's come out through university, and the university is very keen to make sure that industry and academia have this kind of interface um, so that um, yeah, industry might be um, drawn to Cambridge because of the access to, to um, research that comes out of the university and vice versa, um, that um, you know, academia or commercialising um, research or the yeah. outcomes of research is also incredibly important. Certainly um, is. And, and there's organisations around here, I'm, I'm sort of um, pointing to Mike, but you won't see, but beyond, the, beyond the, 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 the campus, or on the campus, I should say, we've got the Maxwell Centre that we drove past earlier, um, and that's very much what, um, what they do there at the, um, the interface between industry and academia. Um, the uh, Institute for Manufacturing, I'm now pointing randomly across to the other side. You point anywhere. Through the other side of the room. Um, so off to, to our west is the um, Institute for Manufacturing, and they have a consultancy wing as well, IF, um, IFM Engage, who carry out in, in incredible consultancy and education work um, on behalf of the um, IFM as well. So there's, um, yeah, so with Cambridge Enterprise, as I said, below us and those two organisations, they're university-based, but trying to link university and the outside yeah, world. absolutely. Very much so. Um, and then there's us. Whilst we have, um, you know, we use university spaces um, and we're in university um, buildings, as I said, we are independent. So, very long winded. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's great. But born out of the university, affiliated strongly to the university, but independent in our, in our outlook. And our, and our remit is really to, to help not just uh, encourage entrepreneurship and innovation from, you know, possibly academics coming out of the university. Um, but also to draw people um, in businesses and startups um, in and around Cambridge too. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, 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 as you say, it is, you seem to be sitting in the best of all possible worlds mm. in that you have the name and you have the access, but you're, you can sort of, you're independent and, and clearly people who have not, I mean, we were at Moti earlier, uh, not had a, a graduate or an undergraduate career at, at University, the university mm. are still sort of drawn to idea space as a place to sort of take that next step and explore where they're going. And I think that's that that, that truly is marvellous. Um, so my name's Sam Goddard, and I'm um, I founded a small business uh, called Lab Motive. Um, we've been around for quite some time now, and um, we do uh, software in and around laboratories, really. So our main product is. Um, it's a remote data collection system that labs use for getting data in from places that aren't the lab. Uh, so we do a lot of work with water companies, helping them to get information uh, back to the, 
a laboratory for analysis and things like that. So it's a fairly niche, it's a fairly niche um, topic that we deal with. Um, and I've been around for quite some time. So what drew me here originally, um, I guess, was... Uh, so I've, I've been in and around Cambridge for, uh, for many years. I was at university here and I did physics, which is actually in the next building down. Um, so um, when I started a small business, I found that one of the things that was really lacking um, when it's just you working on your, your own and you're trying to build a product and build a little enterprise and get things off the ground to begin with, um, it's quite an isolated experience to start off with because there's just you um, and you don't have a lot of exposure to other points of view and other um, other experiences and I think being in a place like this is it's really beneficial because you've got a whole set of different companies and there are all stages of their life really um, from the, the outset of just being a single person doing a thing um, you know to slightly larger teams um, and there are also alumni as well that have, have been through they've had funding and they've gone on to be very successful as well um, and a lot of that's really beneficial. If you're a small person just starting out, you can bounce ideas off other people um, who've had experiences with things like that. So if you're thinking about taking on venture capital funding or funding from an angel or you want to hire your first person, um, all of that kind of stuff, it can be a bit daunting when you're doing it for the first time because it's not something you've had experience with before. Um, but if you can talk to real people about it, you can find out what's worked for them and hopefully avoid some of the pitfalls as well of, uh, of those things. And it's um, that community aspect, the being able to bounce ideas around is a really, it's a really positive environment to be in when you are a, a small yeah. startup. People are really, they're, they're really willing to share as well, aren't they? That's what yeah, we find yeah, is that people's really, everyone is really willing to share their experience and knowledge, which is, which is great. It doesn't take much to to prod someone, put your hand up. Well, does anyone know, or you know, can can someone help me with this? Or um, yeah, it's um, you, you do see that. I don't want to make it sound twee because it isn't, but it's. I find it very homely. I find every innovation space has its own kind of uh, brings its own ethos and own feel, its own life, and 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 they're all very different and all very fantastic in their own different ways but this feels quite a homely place to be if that's not a silly thing to say i'm just interested in what your kind of reach is geographically and kind of because eastern promise which is the podcast i do kind of focuses on basically championing the region i just wondered if you'd, you'd i mean i can cut it if the answer's no but if if <laughs> if, if you what, what what kind of experiences you have in reaching out across the east of England more broadly, from all the way up, you know, Norfolk coast, all the way down to, you know, south of Essex and the border of London? Well, we've done quite a bit of stuff, but not necessarily in and around the east. Um, so we've we've got ties. I grew up in the northwest and I've got ties up um, Nothing wrong in, with that. in that part of the world. Um, and um, a lot of our work, it's not necessarily in this particular local area because um, we deal with large customers, they're enterprise organisations and they have... Um, especially with water companies they're geographically based so a lot of our customers might be in different parts of the UK and we go to their sites as well um, so yeah I guess it's more it's we've got experience and spread a little bit wider than, than just um, just the east of England it's, it's just interesting to me because I think we are very there are people outside of the region who, who deal with people like yourself uh, and, and, and businesses like yours think it's brilliant and, and we're, you know, we're really excited and pleased about the work they do here. But I think where we are as a region weaker 
is that we don't know our own stories. We don't know about the success that's going on here because it's such a big region and such a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not diverse, it begins with a D though, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> because it's so widely spread and you know, you've got things happening down in Colchester, Norwich, Ipswich Adastral Park, Norwich Research Park, the Innovation Gateway here, Cambridge, you know, uh, we don't know as well as we should our own stories. Now, I'd like to say that's where I come in, but, you know, there are others too who are working in that space. And it's fantastic to hear, you know, that you're, you've got such a, such, such a wide reach. So, I mean, do you find this quite a homely experience? And, you know, again, looking at the, 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 the biscuit tin that's, that seems to be, I'd love to know, is the one that came from the south? Oh, it's always empty. Ah, oh, so. Terry, dearie me. So what, 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 what's your ex experience of, 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 of um, you've talked about what you get here, but the atmosphere you find in terms of that, that sort of mutual support, just to recap it, really. Yeah, I think it's, there's a lot of mutual support and it's, it's been a very beneficial experience all around um, from uh, when I first started here uh, to, to now. Um, the only the only difficulties that we've had have really been in the uh, the immediate short term with all of the stuff to do with COVID, um, and I think that's that's going to be a challenge for everything going forwards for spaces like this uh, because of the the changes to the way people are working. Um, I think you know even with all of the doing things from home that people are doing, uh, there's still real benefits to being co-located with people, um, not just people that you're working for in your own little organisation, but with people from other organisations as well. I think that's that's something that can't be overstated. Do you think Cambridge has, uh, and this, I'm not putting any value judgment on it, more of a global mindset, uh, and that's perhaps something that the other parts of the East should should perhaps aspire to as well. I think Cambridge, by virtue of the fact that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of university involvement in um, in things, um, and there's clearly a lot of um, talented people in this area. Anyway, uh, there's the whole sort of Silicon Fen thing that draws in, particularly a lot of techie people, a lot of biotech kind of things, um, a lot of medical things in and around Cambridge. I think that sort of environment leads to a broadening of horizons i think there's uh, in the same building as us we've got uh, we've got other organizations that can help with uh, with searching for for funding and and providing uh, you know uh, money and and things to help organizations grow and i think when you've got that ecosystem of people with the small businesses trying to you know build things alongside um, you know the, the necessary support um, tools to help the growth it's you know it's it's a beneficial thing and I think that that you know when you get organizations growing out of that as well and successful organizations that stuff feeds back in and the contacts they all you know other people's contacts can help you spread your reach further into different geographical areas as well I'm Dr. David Sinclair I I'm the founder of a company called Immense Limited, and we do OCR software for mobile phones. My role in the company is, I guess, partly CEO, partly software developer. It's been a bit of a long journey, but it's, it's been tremendously helpful to have a place like Ideaspace. What you give up when you leave a, a, a larger company, employment in a larger company, you give up a circle of colleagues and contacts and friends and you end up feeling really isolated. 
And what Ideaspace can help with is to provide you with a sort of a, a support network and somewhere nice to come for, for, <laughs> for work. It's, it's not a chore to come here. And it, it, it just makes creating a startup just seem a lot more possible. One of the things I've, I've really taken from here, and I'm, I've, I've, I apologise to the listener because I've, I've said this so many times already, is that the, the very homely feel, the fact that everyone's, you can see everyone on the wall who, who's in the building or in all the, all the buildings, actually, achievements are celebrated sort of throughout the organisation. And that's not to take anything away from any of the other fantastic innovation spaces across the region, who I won't name now. Is, is that your experience? Do you find it's kind of really... Uh, sort of, you, you sort of mentioned that it's not a chore to come here, and I'm just really interested to, d- to delve into to what it is that makes this, this such a sort of a, a warm, play, welcoming place to work, which it clearly is. Absolutely. Uh, I think leadership, the, the tone of the place, is set by the current director, and it's everyone's on the same page. We're very pleased if, if other companies do well. There's no sense of competition a lot of the experience you have in setting up a company, there's, there's milestones that you have to go through. So you have to, first of all, identify a product. You've, you've got to do things like arrange accountants. You've got, sometimes you have to arrange finance. And the, these steps are shared across most companies. And to be with people who, who've done it before, it makes each step seem normal and achievable. It's not to say it isn't hard work, obviously, <laughs> but the sort of standard roadmap towards success is, 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 is shared and people are very supportive in, in helping you make the next steps. Do you find there's a lot of, sort of serendipitous conversations, you know, water cooler moments, coffee machine moments, cake tin moments? That's going to become the theme, the cake tin, but um, cake tin moments where, you know, you... you, you stumble across an answer to a problem you hadn't considered yet or you you know you can help someone else with that we've, we've talked about it in other places i'm just keen to sort of tease out how each individual founder uh member finds these things yeah that happens from time to time and it's it's obviously it's, it's nice if if you're able to help someone but it's more the just the laying out the the pathway um so that the pathway is is reasonably clear unexpected uh, and, and realistic, so you're, you're not expecting to suddenly find your company worth half a billion, although I believe that has happened here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. But just, just to make what is an extraordinary journey seem just more ordinary and achievable, I think, is, is what this place does very well. That's, that's a really nice way of putting it, and I just before I let you get back to work, just ask you about, so are you, you, you sort of... Uh, based in Cambridge, obviously, for work, but are you sort of uh, from Cambridge or did you come from outside, in from outside Cambridge? I'm just uh, interested to know about the wider ecosystem and how Cambridge sort of uh, enables and works with that. Yeah, I, I moved to Cambridge from a, a European university. Um, I did my PhD in Oxford and then went postdocing in Europe. Um, I came back to a, a role in a research lab run by Professor... Sir Andy Hopper, who is an absolute god in the world of startups. You know, if you were lucky enough to interview him... Well, I was <laughs> going to say, be... he's going to go on the list. Is... Yes, he, he would be... He must be the progenitor of 200 startups with a net value of well north of a billion. 
he's a, again very realistic about about things, and it's it's always the human side of, of business that he he kind of takes to heart. Cambridge is basically an oasis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you if you were to compare Oasis, sorry, Cambridge with Slough, and just met ten random people in the street, you'd meet ten amazing people in Cambridge. How could you see us spreading that? outside of Cambridge to the rest of the region, places like Norwich and Ipswich, which do have thriving ecosystems of their own. Not on Cambridge's scale, I don't think anyone would claim that, but how can we spread that, I suppose? I think you need to start from something that brings good people into valued roles, and then you need to allow them to create startups. BT used to have the lab in Martlesham. Um, that would have brought in good people. I think it was, was it closed in the end or downsized? Those people probably didn't really want to leave the area, but if there wasn't a, an ecosystem for creating startups, they would have been forced to leave. I think the sense of not having entities prey on founders, so with you know, excessive property rents and contracts that lock them in and you know, pitfalls for the unwary, just something that makes life easy for them. Ben. Thank you very much. It's been really an eye-opening journey into the, into idea space, and I don't know what I was expecting, but you, it's it's kind of sent me reeling the the, the breadth of of the things I think I've uh, discovered here, and 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 you know your story alone is is, is, is I could sort of delve into for hours, but. Thank you so much for being so open and so welcoming. Not at all, and um, thank you for being such a great podcast host and uh, and champion of um, not just of entrepreneurship, innovation, but of the of the region. So um, yeah, you're 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 very much needed because everyone needs to keep singing about the um, you know the uh, or keep praising um, those that don't might not necessarily have a, a voice out there in the in the region. So you're doing a terrific job, and um, yeah, really appreciate you coming along to um, to, to meet us all. Thank you, Ben. The, che- the check is now in the post. Thank you very much for your time. Super. Th- thanks, Mike. I'm incredibly grateful to Sam Goddard, David Sinclair, and our host and head of Ideaspace, Ben Hartley. I'll be back at Ideaspace later this year as part of an interview with Cambridge MP and co-chairman of the all-party parliamentary group for the East of England, Daniel Zeigner. <laughs>